5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Johnson Show, Philip the Ref Pilkington and B-Baby Ben Byram filling in for the P-Man. We also have intern Abby and intern Noah in the house. Ben, I like the little Don Henley you got going there. Is You know, I'm a huge Eagles fan, even though this is a uh, just Don Henley song. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that uh, it's been the whole, like, this so... We're this far in the summer. I haven't played the song yet. I know, so man. Boys usually Patrick like requires it like once a week. So, hey, man, I love it. Don Henley and I even share a birthday. So even like him, there you go. Yeah, you got so. some ties to him. Yeah, yep. a couple weeks, eleven days away from that. Oh, okay. All right. Is that a little hint for me? A little hint, hint. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But uh, welcome in everybody to the Patrick Johnson Show. Big weekend of sports. And uh, a big week coming up is the Open Championship is right around the corner. That'll lead us right in to the All-Star break. Obviously, we didn't have anything as funny as last week's hot dog eating contest, but some big things did happen. And most notably here in Pirate Country, we'll actually go with the two most notably. Uh, One thing that hasn't happened yet, but we found out will happen, is we want to give a special shout-out to Scott Scooter Rogers that he will be one of the PA announcers in Williamsport, Pennsylvania for this year's Little League World Series. I know he's been doing a PA for a long time over at Elm Street Park, and this is something he has wanted to do for a long time. So congratulations, Scooter. We're really happy for you. I've always wanted to go to Williamsport. That sounds like a really fun time just to go up there. And the fact that he is going to get to uh, PA announce it. However, unfortunately, they're an international team. So good luck to him on uh, doing some of these names. I know I've done some PA announcing and have definitely botched some names over the years. So you're going to throw in these Were you the one that teams. said Ghost Runner? No, I did not game. say Ghost Runner. No, it wasn't Casey either. It was somebody else. Okay. But uh, no, they did make. Uh, he uh, he called Joey Fatante one of our catchers. <laughs> Joey Fatoni, though that that was Casey. Joey Fatoni sounds better. That was that was his big screw up that uh, that Casey did on. So now we're calling Casey out here on air. But you know we like to give our hard time to our former intern Casey Ranieri. So um, the other big thing that happened this weekend, ECU or sorry USA baseball, the collegiate national team. Um, had their first two games, and uh, they played Japan on Friday. And then on Saturday, they took on Italy. And um, Pirate third baseman, well, infielder, I guess, really, because, I mean, he's played yeah, third. He's played short. short. I was going to say, I yeah. should have said third. I, you know, it's mostly AMAC, but yeah. he has played third in his time here. Also um, played um, some second base uh, as well, but uh, and a pitcher. He got to pitch the... It was not the ninth inning. It was the final inning, though. I, maybe we run ruled them here because if my math is correct, they only played seven innings. They only played extra innings. They only played seven innings. No, they won nine to nothing. But anyways, Agnos got his uh, time on the bump. Came out there through an inning, fourteen innings pitch. He did face four batters, letting up one base hit, but he struck out one. Um, that run did not score. No base on balls there. So one strikeout. Once again, four batters faced. So. Congratulations on Agnos getting uh, his first shine in those beautiful red, white, and blue colors on the bump there for Team USA. They're actually playing right now. They unfortunately have to pay for the subscription to 
the Netherlands Dutch website, whatever yeah. they call baseball over there. Darren yeah. told us, but I don't know, it was something silly. Well, and I don't, maybe you Plunker can get the subscription for free, but when you go on the website, it's all in Dutch, so it's really hard to navigate. So, from what I, I understand, based on what USA, the uh, collegiate national team Twitter posted earlier today, you have to like log in and create an account, and then you get it for free. But if you can uh, filter through all the Dutch there and get through that, then you're set to go. So if anybody knows Dutch, you're set for the game. I mean, I guess Google Translate. I know that the ECU professors who teach foreign languages do not want to hear those words. There's their least favorite words, Google Translate. I mean, it does. But it for this, I mean, when it's off. just basic things like username, password, and it's in Dutch, I mean, hey, maybe you can get on there and tune in. So they're playing right now. Uh, I haven't seen any updates on what is going on. But um, other big news that uh, kind of struck this week uh, reported by – I believe it was, you said it was CBS Sports, right? That Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports. Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports reported that ACC teams would have to pay $500 million to get out. As there's a lot of ACC teams reportedly wanting to go to the SEC. Uh, don't remember everyone off the top of my head. Clemson, Florida State, Carolina, Miami, a few of those. Yep. Miami, yeah. So did a little research. Um, couldn't find any real new articles on what SEC teams make each year from the conference, but there was a USA article posted back in 2020 that said in the year 2019, the SEC members made 45.3 million off TV deals. So that what that tells me is that it would take them like 12 years almost to pay off that 500 million. Now, obviously, they've got some money. The SEC would maybe help them out. But that is a lot of money to try and pay out to leave a conference. Now, also, they would have to pay the SEC. They would have to pay the entry fee. Don't know exactly what that is, but that's something we've seen with, you know, just teams here and believe in the American and coming into those teams having to pay the entry fees as well as the exit fees. Now, if these conferences do kind of what I think they might do and break off from the NCAA, they may make some more money. They won't be getting as much money withheld from them by you know, the corrupt NCAA. And, you know, this is something that maybe they would be able to afford to pay out. But $500 million is a lot. And if they do leave, what does that mean for the ACC? Because it looks like the ACC could be one of those conferences that kind of folds. But, hey, man, if you're getting six members roughly to pay you yeah. $500 million a piece, man, you're looking at $3 billion yeah. right there. You should be able to get whoever you want to come in. You can pay them to come in. Well, my big question is, is I obviously there's some legit big schools in the ACC, but – I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that's hefty for some SEC schools to dish out $500 million. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, some of these schools just can't match that entry fee. Like, what comes to mind right now, maybe Clemson, but I even think that's a stretch for them to kind of dish out $500 million to join the SEC unless there's some outside funding going on or maybe get a loan or something. I'm not going to get the financials of it, but what are these schools? Miami, Florida State, it's – tough for me to see them getting have or coming up with 500 million dollars maybe that's a little bit of stretch on my part maybe i'm underestimating them but it seems like a lot to just dish out out of nowhere especially when you got to pay an exit fee yeah well most athletic programs are in the red each year and that's because you know it costs money to fly your girls tennis team you know 800 yeah. miles away yeah because conferences are not regionalized um you know it's not the old days of the southwest conference when Yet eight teams and seven of them were in the state of Texas. Um, but that's part – you guys are distracting me and they're laughing and goofing off. I'm having a thought. And I'm over there we're not doing anything. I'm uh, sitting here listening, yeah. Um, but um, what's my point here? 
Yeah, but anyway, so sorry. So the point is, a lot of athletic programs are in the red every year, so I don't know how they're going to have this money. But my guess is if any two ACC schools had the funding to do some such thing, I would put Carolina first because Jordan would maybe be into throwing some money that way. Absolutely. Is that allowed, though? Well, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. That, that's but, where it gets kind of tr- – maybe we need to get somebody in later in the week who can kind of clarify that yeah. kind of deal, but – it's a whole lot of navigating ins and outs. I mean, I guess the if they want to donor, if they're donors, they can yeah. donate how much ever money they want. But I don't know. Yeah, and people and laugh then, when I said loans. I, it does not surprise me if they they have to get a loan from. I, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's happened before. People have done it, especially these bigger schools that meet these fees. I mean, it's not as silly as you think. Yeah, they could use their stadium as collateral yeah. as a loan. <laughs> but um, the other thing, the other school I thought maybe would have the money would be Miami. And I know that doesn't sound as sexy because of the recent as good. success. Yeah. yeah, because but just because you know they were the ones that always got in trouble for these donors giving these guys Rolexes. Yeah, they still get the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are so many high up rich business guys that live in that Miami area now. Are they all Miami grads? Not necessarily. But when you talk about richest market in the ACC, it's I would say it's definitely the Miami market, and you could definitely talk to maybe some big investors yeah. into doing some of your loan work there so you don't have to get loans from the you know from the bank yeah that's a good point because we talk about or i specifically i talked about the heavy hitter of the acc that might have a possibility of joining and not having a problem with that fee is clemson but clemson south carolina i mean not really marquee there when it comes to region or location as opposed to a miami market there where i mean you have money pretty much built in in that market right there if you just throw a team there, so yeah, Clemson is a college town. Miami yeah. City, they bought yeah. the college in the middle yeah. of, and then also, I mean, I'm sure there are just. I mean, I don't really know where a lot of celebrities went to school, but I can't think of like any big name, you know, like alumni that went to Clemson. Yeah, right, like like billionaires that can. Write Miami checks. has the Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miami's I mean, the, the biggest movie star in the world. Yeah, uh, and like I said, obviously, you know, Carolina's got Michael Jordan, so that kind of speaks for itself. There, yeah. not that he's going to front five hundred mil. But I mean, he's going to be an investor for sure. I would yeah. think. I mean, if he if that's something he's interested in or wants to well, put his money sees, into, if he sees the ACC is going to fold. Uh, he definitely cares a lot about that school. Everything he's done, ceiling is the roof. Opinion, pretty, yeah, ceiling's the roof, baby. But um, he does, uh, you know, he likes to throw a lot of money at that athletic program. But um, moving on, um, kind of like going foreshadowing, I should say, the tail end of the week. The Open Championship starts at the old course at St. Andrews, the first ever golf course that was built back in, I can't remember what year, 15-something, don't have the year here. Um, had played the Open there in 99, and I know they've played there one time since. Can't remember. I know Tiger won at 99. That's when he can he completed his career Grand Slam. Can't remember the other year. I know I could have looked it up. I forgot. I'm sorry. But right now, Roy McIlroy is the odds-on favorite at 9-1, to according to CBSSports.com, to win, win the Open. The four-time major champion has not won a major since the 2014 PGA Championship. <laughs> yeah, so eight yeah. years uh, I guess in August it'll be eight years back. You know, PGA was played in August up until a couple of years ago, and they you, revamped um, the schedule. But um, yeah, I um, a little shocking there that Roy's the favorite. Uh, some of the he's nine to one. Uh, Xander Schauffele, John Rahm, both at fourteen. World's number one, Scotty Scheffler, who did not play well at all at the U.S. Open a few weeks ago, missed the cut. He is at sixteen to one, along with Jordan Spieth, who I believe is a He's a two-time Open champion, or just one? Trying to go off the dome here. I know he won. Jordan Spieth is kind of like Roy McIlroy. When during that era, they were kind of flashing the pan guys, where they were kind of the biggest names in the sport, and then they just kind of 
trailed off there. So, yeah, I have no idea. But I know Spieth had an unbelievable run. Um, very well possible. I could see two open championships for yeah, him. I, I want to say Monty only won one here. I guess I could be. Either way, I don't think it's that important. Yeah. yeah. But um, so some guys that were, I wouldn't say has-beens, but guys, like you said, that burst on the scene looks like they're going to be the future. I mean, they still are big names in golf they're, currently. They finish near the top every once in a while in some yeah, pretty big but, events. I mean, but, you thought these yeah. were going to be the guys contending for majors They were going to take the reins from Tiger and keep it going. I mean, they even yeah. gave Rory, like, Tiger's video game. For yeah. like yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, the, um, 2015 was the only year that um, that Spieth won the Open. So he is a three-time major. Or sorry, 2017 he won his two other majors: the Masters in 2015, uh, the U.S. Open in 2015 as well. Um, PGA is the only one he hasn't won. Should have should be a two-time major champion if he didn't hit the ball in the water twice on the same hole. He could have won two Masters there back-to-back years. But uh, we will. Quit blabbing with you with boring golf that hasn't started yet. Not that golf is boring, but before it started, um, we'll definitely have more on that later in the week. We're trying to get Brian Mull on if we can work out time with him as 